Hi everyone, the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in the following podcast belong solely to the host and its contributors. They are not necessarily the views of our employers, organizations, committees, or other group or individual. I'm David Campbell. And I'm Joseph Whitney. This is Brewing with BIM. Where we talk about construction processes, technology, BIM, and beer. Welcome to another episode of Bring with Bim. I am Joey Whitney, and I've got with me David Gamble. What's up, David? Oh, not much. Just another uh, beautiful day in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, man. So that means it's raining. Oh, yes, it is raining, and we're <laughs> officially on lockdown. Oh, yes. Oh, to be on Ooh. lockdown. It's about time you, you uh, progressive West Coasters catch up to us here on the East Coast. We've been locked down <laughs> for a few days now, gosh. Yeah. Uh, Man, so uh, hopefully you're stocked up on beer and alcohol and all that fun stuff, right? Oh, yes. I actually um, could have. I feel like I could have stocked up more, if I'm honest, but that's probably the uh, alcohol hoarder in me. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 12-pack of Ninkasi Brewing Company. I got a uh, variety pack. Then I ended up getting another uh, black box of whiskey. Uh, so I have a steady stream of old fashions, just in case. And I got a... Uh, a uh, couple boxes of uh, red blend wine. All right, man, you are, you are doing pretty good. That'll get Ooh. you through the week, right? <laughs> I uh, I am not as prepared. I've got um, well, I had a, a another six pack of beer, but uh, I drank that uh, yesterday. Uh, so now I've got uh, just <laughs> one six pack left, which I'm already two beers into. Uh, I've got two-thirds of a bottle of scotch, um, some pre-made margaritas, uh, margarita mix stuff that's already got the alcohol in it, a bottle of wine, and that's it. And it's wine I'm not going to drink unless I'm desperate, man. Like, it's, it's yeah. dessert, like super sweet dessert wine that Ooh. my wife my wife does, and I'm like, ugh, like – can I water like it down port, and just chug it? Port or sherry? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, man. It is twist cap wine. Uh, so um, I think boxed wine might be one step above twist cap wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but man. it's got a cool bottle. All right, so yeah. what are you drinking for this episode, though? So um, actually, I'm drinking uh, Ninkasi Brewing Company. I'm drinking their Pilsner. It's a cold fermented lager. Oh, love it, man. Love it. I'm missing mm-hmm. Nikasi. That's good, good Northwest beer there. It is. It is. I uh, I tried their Dawn of the Red. It was a red IPA. Oh, I love it. Uh, I love their Dawn of the very Red. Very good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. I'm a big fan of that. I am drinking an IPA myself. I'm drinking uh, 21st Amendment Brewery's uh, Brew Free or Die IPA. Mm. It's, uh, it's good. Uh, there weren't many choices for IPAs. Uh, yesterday when I, or day before yesterday when I went to the store, there was, uh, two, um, six packs of IPA left, nothing else, just domestic beer. Um, and we don't have like, I can't go to a grocery store and buy beer, you know, certain grocery stores have it, but most grocery stores don't serve beer here. It's really weird. Uh, so there's this gas station called Sheets, which is amazing. It is like the, this sounds lame to talk about how cool a gas station is, but this gas station is so cool. I make it my stop at any time I got to use the restroom or, or want a snack or whatever, whenever I'm traveling across state or in the area in the region, Sheets gas station is where I go, but they've got a little beer cooler in there. 
Um, but they were down to two six packs of IPA. That's it. Two totally different six packs to two far off brands that, I, you know, one uh, was good. It was getting, you know, I don't remember what it was because I drank all six of them, but, <laughs> but it was good. <laughs> um, so this uh, brew free, you know, IPA I've, I've had several times. It's, it's good. It's not, you know, it's not, you know, great. Not, not like, uh, it's not outstanding because, you know, it's not something different. It's just a good traditional IPA. I'm a big fan of it though. Yeah. End of rant, man. End of rant. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good IPA. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All well, right. yeah, let's jump into this, man. So, um, what did you, what did you want to talk about this week? What did you want to start? Well, let's start with telling uh, our followers uh, this podcast. Uh, if you're just tuning in this one time, uh, stumbled across this somehow, or um, you know you're an avid listener but you want to interact with us more, let's tell them how they can get a hold of us. Yeah, so you guys can get a hold of us on LinkedIn. We have uh, we have our own individual accounts, but we also have Brewing with BIM under our LinkedIn uh, Twitter. Um, you can also follow us on uh, Anchor, Spotify. Uh, we are on Apple for all of those different uh, kind of listening platforms, but uh, I think we're, we're pretty active on LinkedIn and then uh, Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. I think we're just about on every platform, every major platform rather. Oh, and our website, of course, bringwithbeam.com. Oh, yeah. Yes, man. Got to throw that out there. Uh, I keep saying we got to, you know, fine tune the forum a little bit and add comments and stuff on there. So every time I get on the website, I'm like, yeah, that's a lot, big change, and I never, I never get around to it. But I'm gonna do it this week. I promise you guys, I'm gonna do it this week. Um, hey, you know so that's I, one good thing about being shut in. You know, you're at home. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey. <laughs> that, that's perfect. That's perfect. So for for you guys that are just tuning in, this whole um and didn't read the description, this whole podcast is dedicated to the coronavirus, uh, or I say rather, uh, combating coronavirus and working, um. Uh, in today's environment where most of us are, like David just mentioned, where we're quarantined at home and can't really go out and do anything. Um, all the shoes are, uh, schools are closed down. Uh, our schools here in Pennsylvania just announced another two-week closure uh, on top of the existing two-week closure. So um, fun times. But uh, oh, yeah, so this, this, this podcast, we're going to chat about, um, you know, uh, different ways that you can collaborate, um, you know, f- share files, whether you're doing meetings, things to overcome the workplace anxiety, um, you know, just keep you in kind of that um, work mode, even though you're at home, because uh, that can kind of, you know, put a damper on things. I've been working home for home for, for quite a while now and, uh, you know, pre-corona, obviously, but uh, uh, there, there's a challenge and I just want to share some tips and tricks and um, you know, let our listeners know that, Hey, look, it's not the end of the world yet. You know, let's, <laughs> let's continue business <laughs> as usual as much as we can. And, and, uh, we'll share some, uh, um, cheap or if not free resources for everybody to, um, make the most of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That is all the right. Goal. That is the goal, man. That is the goal. So, uh, while we're all trapped at home and you've got to work, uh, with everybody else, you sh- your, your colleagues, um, whether it's internal, external, uh, there are a host of free collaboration softwares out there. And I know there's a bunch of cheap ones as well. Uh, and you made quite a good list here of, of companies that are offering free stuff, whether it's free all the time or if it's just free mm-hmm. in the wake of what's going on. Um, and, you know, I've used every just about every one of these. In fact, I have used every one of these in some some former fashion over the years. Um, 
I think they're they're worth mentioning. Um, do you have a favorite out of this list that you put together before we just start rambling them off? Oh, definitely. I'd have to say Zoom is my favorite. Um, if I'm honest, Zoom is one of the biggest platforms I've seen on. I mean, I, I, I like the free version in the sense that you can collaborate um, pretty much with anybody. I don't like the uh, the 40, like 45 minute drawback as soon as you hit like that 40, 45 minute. Um, that's it for that meeting. But it does give you, you know, visual capabilities, things like that. Um, the other one I really like would be uh, WeTransfer. Um, we transfer for large file formats, um, well, files, uh, scans, any type of, uh, well, it's, it's a lot of information, right? A lot of, I keep thinking scans because I'm like, ah, I can send a whole scan file there, sends all the information and the support information with it. Sweet. Awesome. It's all over there. Revit models, what have you. Yeah, yeah. I've used WeTransfer a lot in the, in the past. I had some friends that we shared some some media, not going to say what, but we shared some media, um, <laughs> may or may not have been copyrighted. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we shared some, some audio books. Um, I'll say it, but, uh, Oh dude, know, those we, were great audio books though. Thank you so much for that. Oh, no problem. Well, wow. Hey man, what are you talking about? I didn't share with you. Don't tell people. Oh Don't wait. Tell, no. Oh no. What? What? Oh, <laughs> what? Shoot. what are you talking about? Joe, you did what? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> it's so Shoot funny. I was books. just promoting that to somebody the, just the other day. Um, those memoirs were awesome. They really were. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's a great book. Um, and, heck, I actually went out and those were all shared to me with another friend. I actually went out and bought a few of those books based off of what I had listened to. I was like, this is I want the paperback version of this. Yeah. Uh, so so WeTransfer is great for sharing files. Um, on our list, you know, so we got Zoom, we got WeTransfer. Um, two totally different mediums, right? One's for, you mm -hmm. know, you want to share your video and audio and invite people into kind of a group meeting. The other one is you want to share files. So if we just start at the top and talk about, I know some of these kind of blur both lines, but if we just started talking about Zoom-like applications, you know, whether you're talking yep. about Skype, uh, Skype for Business, Microsoft Teams, uh, Google oh, teams, Hangouts. Yeah. yeah. So Teams is offering a free six-month trial do the coronavirus, all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of free ways for people to interact. Um, that maybe Autodesk, uh, maybe I say Autodesk. We're always talking about Autodesk, and I can't, I can't not talk about Autodesk. Maybe Microsoft, the other <laughs> big, you know, 800-pound gorilla here. Uh, maybe Microsoft wasn't, um, you know, didn't have these customers as team customers. But you know, I guarantee you, after you know six months of them using your platform. They really like it. They've adapted it. They've gotten through this coronavirus. They're probably, probably more than likely to Can I keep uh, it? stick with it. Yeah. So it's it's, yeah. It's, a, it's definitely a good plug on on Microsoft's part. And uh, I, you and I use Microsoft Teams professionally in our our work life. So I'm I yeah I'm sold on. It. I'm a big fan. I like it I way better. Than, yeah, I like it way better than Skype. And uh, I like it the call quality quality better than Zoom. Um, mm -hmm. you know, used all of them, but. Uh, it's a great one. Oh, dude, if I'm honest, Teams is, is actually uh, kind of one of my favorites. Now, I, I know that we have like the professional version, so I was kind of hesitant on it. But it, it's it's <laughs> such a great platform. Like, honestly, with um, the video, everything like that, I, I found, you know, it, it kind of shows you who you're talking to. You can see the actual face, you know, the uh, uh, kind of actions of the person as they're talking. And it kind of helps you understand what they're saying. And knows you know you see somebody is actually talking so you're not going to interrupt and yeah. uh just not only that but i guess really 
connecting everybody through that, I, I think it's uh, it, well, it's it's very awesome. It really is. Yeah, well, Teams to me goes more than uh, the audio, video, call interface stuff. Like coming from mm-hmm. a, a project management kind of standpoint, right? You've got to be able to track and um, have documents uh, stored. You've got to be able to share the latest updated versions with stuff, yep. which is another aspect that we'll get into with the, this conversation. But you've got to be able to share files, kind of like managing a SharePoint site, you know, with most mm-hmm. active information that you're pushing out to everybody, but it's also archiving that information for later use. Mm-hmm. Um, and then being able to view it inside of that platform without having to open up any extraneous apps. All that sort of stuff goes hand in hand, but Teams does all of that. So uh, you can create a team with, with uh, you know, channels. Um, you can have, you know, kind of subgroups. You can have um, all your files stored in one thing. You can have chats, yep. like, I use it in so many different varieties. I have to communicate across multiple locations with multiple different teams. And it's, it's just an awesome platform. And I'm a big fan of that. Um, I added this kind of last minute, but Google Hangouts uh, meet, they've got a 14 day trial on it. They probably actually have, you know, some kind of coronavirus uh, thing going on right now. I liked Google Hangouts uh, before they canceled it last year. And then they came up with this whole meet thing, which is essentially like zoom. Um, but like teams, you know, Google has the whole file sharing stuff that happens in the background as well, too. Uh, so, you know, I don't know enough about Meets, but I just want to throw it on there because, again, they've got a two-week trial. Um, at the very minimum, it's two weeks. They probably, you know, have, again, another coronavirus thing that's going on where they're trying to extend and help people out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah. So, Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say another one I really wanted to kind of mention on there um, is Slack. I really do like uh, Slack being able to kind of communicate, share files, and just um, make like your groups, your teams essentially, and communicate from within there, um, keeping kind of everybody just together, I want to say, interactive, right? Yeah, so Slack is like the preferred uh, messaging application. You know, a lot of big companies use them. Uh, it's just a great way for people in the tech community, people that are in agile development circles, people that um, like to you know, communicate in, in, in those circles, I guess it's really big in that sort of stuff. Like that's part of all the, the user groups that I've been like, that's the preferred communication as far as like, um, anything to do with, uh, um, software development, people are communicating through Slack. It's really weird like to see it uh, kind of have a niche in that, the technology bubble, but it's just a great way, great communication tool. Um, I like the chat feature in teams, um, but it's just like that. It's exactly like that. It's a it's a, a a chat functionality dedicated to a certain group of people. So you could have a group like uh, if you have um, you know Facebook Messenger and you create a group, it's the same thing. But, but Slack allows you to again access files, all that fun stuff too. So big fan mm-hmm. of Slack. And I, I know you're probably on a few Slacks with all the development teams for all the different things that you're working on, man. You're you're seeing you're in everything all the time. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I've gotten to use the Slack channel in so many different ways, whether it's teaching a AU um, or with the local Bluebeam uh, um, user groups. All right, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, AU. I forgot Autodesk. Yeah, they're a big one on that on Slack. Um, so I mean, that's that's pretty much like the big the big picture ones for like uh you know the free collaboration, right? The ones that mm-hmm. are out there that you know the big names. I'm sure we could do a deep dive and go into like a hundred different other extraneous ones with niches. But uh, if you're trapped, uh, you're away from the office, you've got to share files, 
uh, say there's you know five of you um, in a company. I think five is probably a good number. Right. Everybody's working from home. How are you guys uh, sharing files? Well, if you're five person firm, you may or may not have a server. So you know glorified FTP site for sharing files. So you know usually we transfer uh, if you need to. Um, I think for sharing files though, maybe maybe there's probably something better. Uh, maybe we can talk about that in the next the next the next section uh, with when we talk about like BIM 360 or something, depending on the environment you work in. Uh, but as far as like you know working in a live situation, I've seen uh, Facebook Live be used. I've seen um, Obviously, Zoom. Uh, we use Teams for our, our social interactions, uh, remote social interactions. Um, so those are probably you know great for five and under. I'd say for anybody ab above five, you know somebody with a server, maybe they're remoting into a server to get their files, sort their files. So maybe sharing files um, in a one-off, you know, upload/download situation is probably um, not as pertinent or maybe they're using you know dropbox or drive or something like that but as far as a uh, you know meeting with a larger team i can almost say you know zoom or google uh, or not google uh, microsoft teams are probably the, the the best bets in my in my experience for meeting with large groups what are your thoughts i definitely agree um i i'd see those as being used the most um, and then the, the usage cases kind of with them, what you can do with them kind of expansion cases um, offer you the most kind of opportunity to, to utilize it, right? And it's as a tool that, that can grow, not just because you're working remotely right now, but when you actually get back to working in the office, helping people communicate, utilizing these tools that are there. That's exactly it, yeah. Sorry, I'm just taking some notes here. Um, <laughs> I feel like we were missing a section with this. We had, you know, free and cheap, but I think there should be more expensive, um, uh, you know, options that we should talk about. Oh, I agree. I agree. Okay. I mean, we don't have to go into deep about them, but they're they're out there and they do exist. Mm-hmm. I do agree. Oh, uh, we just glossed over the biggest and best. Free, well, I say free, mostly free file sharing platform out there for users right now. Well, there's two of them, right? So one, uh, Bluebeam, right? Uh, yeah. One person has a free, one person has a paid thing, right? Uh, he invites, you know, what's that number, David? Like 200 people, 500 people? How many people? Oh, can go into a session, you can have 500 people at one time. All right. So, so go ahead. This is your yeah, day. No, 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 dude. No, no, no. I <laughs> see you. I got you. No, no. I'm just saying, like, it's a great – that is a very great workflow. I'm glad that you're bringing it up, um, honestly. It's it's something that I feel like not a lot of people know about. Yeah, well, and, and the people that we that we know that know about it, um, you know, they're probably implementing it in some way. But, again, it's probably a limited scope. They're probably not thinking about um, – you know, the whole broader context of everybody having to work from home. They're probably thinking about communicating red lines to a guy out in the field, not necessarily sharing files to the people back in, you know, that I would normally see in an office, but maybe we've got a design review that we're going through. And rather than uh, meeting all in one room and launching it up on a, uh, you know, a computer and everybody go through it, this time let's just put it up in a, a Microsoft, or not Microsoft, uh, Bluebeam. Yeah, Bluebeam Studio Session. Bluebeam Studio Session. There you go. Yeah. And uh, everybody collaborate on it right then and there. 
Yeah, and you know, the great great thing about that too is that uh, if anybody out there is using projects, I mean, if you have a paid license, you're already using it, you run into anybody that doesn't have Bluebeam Review, that's fine. Ask them to download the free version and create a session from that project. And just right click on it, create a session, send them the invite, they can communicate, you guys can talk, do whatever you need for design review. Even if you have teams that are now remote and maybe you didn't have them set up yet, cool. Get them a free version, get them started, and then you can go ahead and, and get anybody connected with maybe any design review comments that you have or code compliance, anything really to help kind of boost the, um, the whole kind of timeline, right? I love it, man. Yeah, it's a great uh, affordable, if not free solution. It's free to you know those that aren't bringing a license. They can use the free, yep. uh, the free version. Um, but those that uh, are bringing a license, they could be the one to initiate the session. Again, Studio comes with every Bluebeam license. So if you bought yep. Bluebeam, you have access to Studio. Standard, CAD, or Extreme, you have it. Does not yep. matter. What is it, like 350 bucks? Well, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's like 349, I believe. Yeah, for uh, like review that. standard. Yeah, so yeah. If one person paid 349. All of a sudden, you can invite 499 other people to collaborate on a session with you, and all those 499 people don't need a free, don't need a, a paid license of software. Isn't that crazy? Nope. Yep. That's man. Of course, we want you to pay for it. Give us a call. Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. No, no, but Jeez. it's it's a uh, it's a uh, it's great. I mean, it's uh, an awesome tool for for especially times like this. It, it really is. I mean, it, it's it's great for helping people kind of collaborate, even as let's say that you guys get back. Right. And, and I mean, that's really kind of what we what we want to think about is not only now, of course, you want to implement solutions for now, but you also want to think about how you can use it in the future. And a really good thing to think about is, man, maybe you haven't been utilizing Bluebeam to its full potential in some of the, the you know, workflows that you already have. Right. Whether it's communication processes, RFIs, submittals, or it's your design review process itself, you know, take off an estimation, quantifying QAQC, your, your punch walking with it, kind of no matter what you're doing or how you think that um, you're current, ut currently utilizing it, right? There are um, different kind of ways that you can maybe check it out right now. You have a little more time, right? Check it yeah. out, see, see how you can push it. Well, I think this this uh, so I work with a lot of IT uh, directors, CAD managers, that sort of you know uh, persona of people. And right now, probably one of the biggest things that we're seeing is you know the mad dash to get people set up to work remote. But I've got a number of firms, you know, you know shout out to I'm not going to name them, but you know, great great companies um, that before this. They were already ready for this. Like they were, they had this kind of, um, you know, backed up to the cloud mentality beforehand. So as soon as this happened, all they did is just shut down the office. Everybody go home. Here's your laptops. Work from home. Um, and it, they were already set up and ready to go. So like you were saying earlier, think, think, uh, you know, long term, think down the road. But plan for the next time, right? You know, I'm not saying go out and spend, you know, five hundred thousand dollars on some technology that would be obsolete and five years. I, I don't know, but I'm just saying, you know, let's, let's operate with a little bit of disaster preparedness for the future. Um, so maybe, maybe we're not scrambling like this, uh, ahead of time, or maybe something like this comes down. It's less of a burden trying to figure out how we're going to collaborate and communicate on top of 
get our kids plugged into a laptop so that they can, you know, learn online while the other kids screaming in the background. And I'll talk more about this later. And I'm <laughs> sure you have your own stories. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. You know, oh, man. But the, I also I also like to see this as it, it does kind of put a hampering on what we're doing right. But I also see this as an opportunity. And you got to understand that in that sense, it forces us to slow down and look at what we've been doing and figure out how to better ourselves, right? How to optimize what we can do when we get back. And I think that technology right now is a lot of that kind of answer, right? That generative design or just kind of bridging workflows through Revit, through BIM 360, kind of what have you, maybe figuring out where you can go right now and help to get where you need to be, whether it's producing content to help train people or it's just saying, hey, since we have a minute of downtime, I don't want to lose you. I don't want to not pay you. I want you to be productive. Let's learn this, right? Let's do this and, and, and figure out how to get your people where you need them to be, right? Where, where we really want to be. Let's use yeah. this time. Three years from now, how are you going to look back on this, this time that, uh, yeah, you weren't as, you know, racing around as much as you, you normally are. So what were you doing to maximize your, your benefits, not only you, but also your employer um, and the growth of your industry? I mean, yeah, that's, that's perfect. Just take a step back you know, brush up on some tutorials, try to figure some stuff out, learn for something. Um, you know, when we get down to talking about like things to keep, keep a level head and, uh, you know, keep you engaged during this time, uh, you know, I'll talk a little bit more about this, but like finding something to kind of dedicate, uh, you know, extra time, maybe a little more than you normally would have, uh, it's maybe learning or just setting aside, you know, extra time to engage more with a family member or so, so forth. Just, Kind of, you know, take like you were saying, slow down, take a step back, uh, build on some principles that you have, and see if it'll, you know, help you grow better. Maybe as as a partner, a family member, as a um, in, or in your work. I agree. I definitely agree. Um. So we talked about Bluebeam. Now we're going to talk about, you know the 800 pound gorilla in the room as far as um, file sharing for design review and that sort of stuff. So Autodesk, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. They've got, they've got a number of free applications. Well, I say they've got, they've got a number of applications, put it that way. Uh, They've got one that's primarily free. uh, And then they have another application uh, that they've just extended a um, 60 day trial on essentially. So, um, Mm -hmm. so for the next two months, uh, users can, um, your companies can use this platform to uh, work remotely in a number of manners. So let's start with the free one, Autodesk A360. There's a free version and a paid version. Um, I've used A360 in the past. Um, you know, it's a great file sharing tool. Uh, it reminds me a lot of BIM 360, uh, mm-hmm. which is the, the next tool I was going to mention. But have you used A360 anyway to share any files or? Uh, not since way? like. Revit 2016, 2017. Oh, that's so 10 years ago, man. <laughs> Actually, let me do math. You know, four years, four years. Coming up on five, man. They're about to probably release oh, 2021, I imagine. For all the yeah. next versions. Yeah. Yeah. August, yeah. September. 
No, no, no. Um, 2021's what? Got to be April? April, May? Is that usually yeah. when the next version? Yeah, you're yeah. probably right. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, I think we implement them at work uh, in the in September because we usually wait for like the next service pack or something. Yeah, I was going to say, usually I wait for the first, <laughs> first uh, like the dot one. I think I, yeah. I think yeah. anybody out there is usually like, wait, we're talking about dot one, right? Because well, there's some big, I can't say it, but there's some big awesome things that'll come out with the next release of the, I'm not going to specify which Autodesk product, but it's going to be huge. And it's going to be 2021, and it's going to allow some cool things. Uh, that's all I can say. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> there it is. Um, <laughs> and it's only going to affect, like, 3% of you guys. So, But it's still awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, dude, I think, I think that Autodesk kind of doing what they've done so far, um, especially with COVID, how they've extended out, um, what was it? We know it's BIM 360, A360. Um, it was Fusion 360, Fusion Team, AutoCAD Web. Um, you cannot, you cannot buy the goodwill that this company is 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 getting right now. It's so so amazing to see a company who a lot of people talk a lot of, you know, they get a lot of flack for being this the only player in town. They're the 800 pound gorilla when it comes to design and engineering. They get a lot of flack for that, right? They essentially get mm-hmm. their own prices. I I hear it all, but at the same time, how many companies in this space are really stepping out of their way? To do what they're doing, they're, you know, if you buy direct, they're giving you like net 60 terms or something, a net 90 terms. I don't know what it is, something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They're, um, uh, they're, you know, pushing back their whole, you know, plan to get everybody to um, named user till, you know, August. And, you know, who knows where we'll be at by then. Maybe it'll, it'll get pushed out further. You never know. Yep. Well, I did, I did want to talk about the, uh, the BIM 360 uh, design thing. Like I, I've had some kind of pushback and I've had some interest and a lot of people asking um, if, if we do adopt this, if we choose to do this now, what happens if we choose to, you know, get rid of it when it's done? Well, you can download all of your source file information. You can take all those models down and you're done with it. Um, if you want to keep using it, it does have to switch to kind of like a paid site, right? It does have to kind of switch a little bit there, but a lot of your information can transfer over. Um, now, as far as there, there's been people asking about uh, like package creation, if I create packages and things like that, can I take that data? Not not in that sense. You can't. I don't think that you could take um, packages that you've created, but I think that you'd be able yeah. to see. You can intervals. download a package. You can download a package. Oh, you can. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, you can download a package then. Awesome. You can download those packages and then get all of the information from that and then kind of move forward from there. Yeah. Have you ever right clicked on that node uh, in the BIM 360 um, viewer, right? No, I actually have not. Logging in right now, man, because I want to – I always say don't quote me, but uh, I'm fairly certain. That was my old login.
if you're logging in. Yep, I'm trying to log in now. I'm trying to get into BIM 360 design. Only on this podcast, guys. We're going to take time out to log in and actually (laughs) clarify. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm wanting to know now. I'm like, wait a minute. I haven't actually. I don't think I've ever right-clicked on one of the nodes. I think I just opened them. Oh, my gosh. So many new like updates and stuff. Oh, the updates are awesome. Honestly, the review processes that they put in. A lot of that type of stuff. A lot you can't right click on the nodes. No, you can't right click on the nodes. Don't make a layer out of me. You can't right click on the nodes. You can add them to document sets. So essentially, Joey, good lord, you can't right click on the nodes. What are you trying to you try? (laughs) But what you can do is you'll see that this updates, you know, the versioning of that kind of model, right? You're going to have all of that data and you can actually, if you separate it into sets, maybe that would be a good way to kind of separate that information in terms of what was done when Um, you can, you can download that information separately, but um, the model itself is going to come as a whole with everything in it. Once these packages are consumed, right? Once these, these models, these packages are published, everybody consumes it, things like that. It's going to become that model. Right. I mean, even in the sense that you're synchronizing, you're publishing up to the cloud. That's updating that model, updating the version itself. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, you're. God dang it. I am a liar. Hashtag winning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I I I really thought I win. All I do is win. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's what happens oh. three beers in, guys. Hey, uh, uh, all right. I don't know why I thought I could uh, right-click that. In my defense, I was talking out of my ass. So What had happened was. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. All right. So I'm not editing any of that content out, buddy. We're leaving that. Yeah, um, of course. All right, man. That's part of it. All right. So uh, Bin 360 Design, you can't uh, download the package. Uh, although you could download, you know, that file version that you were at that time, and then download the version of the links that you were that you had, you know, uh, consumed at that time, and essentially, therefore, that would be your packaged, I guess. Um, but Autodesk is giving you away uh, for free, you know, free 60-day. Um, uh, Bin 360. Uh, I my whole suggestion use it more than 60 days. Uh, just as an advocate for Autodesk Bin 360 Cloud, I am a huge fan. I love where it's going. I've been on Bin 360 for like two years, maybe three years now. I don't even know. They all run together. But every time <laughs> there's a new update, I'm just mind blown. Uh, you know, it's an update. I you know at first it was a little rough. It's like oh we need this, we need this, we need this. And at some point there was this great leveling off that happened, and it's like. I didn't even know I needed this feature, but this is awesome. Thank you. You know, like we're, we're getting all this tremendous stuff and it's actually bridging multi multiple disciplines now. So rather in the past where it was mostly using Revit, but we were linking in other file formats, DWGs, simple 3D files, which are DWGs, IFCs, whatever we were linking in. Um, it was great, but now we can actually collaborate with other file formats. So if I'm using simple 3D, I can collaborate using their design application. Uh, if I'm using, you know, plain AutoCAD, 
there's an awesome, you know, check-in, check-out tool inside of just base Min360 docs that I find to be pretty cool. Um, it works with other file formats too, but I think about AutoCAD as more of a check-in, check-out design application. Uh, it's not as dynamic or parametric as, say, uh, Revit or even mm-hmm. some, but um, those are awesome tools. I'm a big fan, and I know you are too, because you recorded a video on them like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. You know, I've actually been wanting to um, record some BIM 360 content and kind of start publishing it. You know, I, I really wanted to do uh, a webinar on implementation just to kind of ha- say, hey, this is how you add users. This is kind of how we do this. This is how we, you know, create this project, how we create our folders and subfolders permissions, um, just to kind of help with anybody out there who has questions with it, right? Because there needs to be more content out there. Uh, it's great that it's there and it's great that it's free. How do I use it? I will say well, um, our uh, coworker had created some content that he had parsed from other sources and he gave credit mm-hmm. in the last page about the sources. But this content that they created about imp- implementing BIM 360 design specifically Yep. It's is so remarkable. It's got like 10,000 views on LinkedIn. It's got so many reshares. It's got reshares from, you know, competing resellers, which is hilarious. And it's all branded, you know, our, our employer. So a lot of, I thought, found that to be pretty funny that other competitors would be sharing our, you know, our, our works content. But um, it is, a you know, great I'm happy so, that it's just out there, right? The oh, information is out there. And everybody has a chance to kind of see it, right? And say, I can use this. Hey, guys, let's do this. And it doesn't matter at that point. I mean, I get what you're saying. But for me, it's like, I don't care the branding. It's 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 this information. It's as people can use it, right? Well, I I think in today's times, especially, that's got to be the the case, right? We've got to throw all all ego aside and just uh, just help each other. And I think that's awesome. Uh Uh Oh, Joey, hippies coming out of you. Ah, damn it. Hippie. <laughs> it's the inner Northwest hippie. Northwest What's going on, man? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hashtag Joey is a hippie. Oh, uh, man. No, um, I, I, I'm a fan of creating content just to have out there. Whether it's branded or not, you know, I'll leave that to the marketing teams. But uh, I just love creating content so much. Um, uh, I'm happy to share whatever with anybody. Anybody that needs help, you know, give us a call. We're, we'll, we'll, we'll do our best. Um, but so, you know, I don't want to skip ahead too much, but we're going to talk about this a little bit later, uh, under, you know, what keeps you motivated and, and creating content to me is, is one of the things that I find very, very easy to focus on during, uh, uh, this, this time. Um, well, well, uh, you know, let's, let's stop, stop on that. Press pause, get back to BIM 360. Um, great tool. It's free, but it also falls under the cheap collaboration platforms. Certain aspects of it, right? It's on par with, say, um, uh, Bluebeam for, you know, BIM 360 Docs. A little, you know, probably two or three times more expensive for BIM 360 Design, but it allows you to, you know, not have to have servers or the cloud replication because it's always done in the cloud, anyways. Mm-hmm. So uh, relatively inexpensive on that side. So let's just dive into the so-called cheap. I don't like the word cheap. Let's say inexpensive collaboration. Inexpensive. Yeah. I think inexpensive is is a good one. Inexpensive to me, um, uh, you know, is, is an attribute of price. 
cheap is an attribute of quality. Quality. Yes. There yeah. you go. I like it. So so inexpensive collaboration platforms. You've got Google Drive on here, which, uh, you know, as somebody who uses a lot of Google, uh, and, you know, I'm an Android guy. I use a lot of Samsung, Google applications, Google Drive. I've got mm, – Please don't hack me. Most of my personal stuff on Google Drive. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't hack me. No, dude, Google Drive is a great, it's a great solution. It really is. It's what, uh, even the paid version, it's like $1.99 and then it kind of goes up from there as, as you need it. But it connects everybody together. All the documents are right there. Everybody can download and check them out as they need to. Yep, yep. Big fan of Google Drive. Uh, OneDrive you've got next. OneDrive comes, it's yes. completely free. Uh, there's a paid version, obviously, um, mm-hmm. but OneDrive you can get as part of your enterprise solution or whatnot. But if you just sign up for uh, a Microsoft, uh, a Live account, uh, do they still have Live? Is that the thing? I don't, I don't know what it is now. But if you sign I'm up for a Microsoft, sure if you sign up for a Microsoft account, I've got a Live account. If you sign up for a Microsoft account, um, you can get, you know. Um, you know, most of the Microsoft applications in the cloud as part of your, you know, email login, there's, you know, OneDrive in there, there's all kinds of stuff. Like, so you can get Excel in the cloud for free, all that stuff in the free is free. Uh, OneDrive being uh, included. AWS, man, what did you... AWS, dude, I, I started finding so much stuff on the Amazon web servers um, that you can actually utilize. So there's so many different things on their website it's kind of hard to figure out exactly what's right for you but just finding that their basic version um, stores a lot of information like terabytes of information that's great but also they have AR VR kind of platforms that are integrated within their their offerings right so you can pay um, let's say monthly on all the different services that you might use um, whether it is cloud storage it's AR VR uh, what have you there's so many different things there that you can utilize and the cost kind of, you know, jumps a little bit based off of what you use, but even their, their basic usage, man, I, I saw it was like $1.99 for some things. And then it kind of jumps to, you know, maybe $5.99, $10.99, $9.99 actually, but you know, <laughs> stuff like that um, based off of what you need to use, but there's so many different ways that you can use it. And it's kind of nuts when I think that most of the applications, most of the softwares that we use today that are are on the cloud are using AWS. Yeah, for instance, Boom 360. <clears throat> cough, cough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, yeah, when I, you have Corona? <laughs> no, no, no. Six feet, six feet. False alarm, false alarm. Uh, I was at the grocery store earlier, not to change the subject, but I heard somebody hacking and skipped that aisle altogether. <laughs> and just <laughs> going around. Good, good. I don't, Dude, have you don't seen need oatmeal. Do you diagram for that test? Oh, um, yeah, I have it on my phone. I was actually going to send you the. Uh, no. no. Are you talk- Let me pull it up. Uh, are you young? Yes or no? No. Stay at home. Yes. Do you have a good immune system? No. Stay at home. Yes. Don't be stupid. You can still transmit. Stay at home. <laughs> You're talking about that one? <laughs> no. I was talking about the actual diagram where they show you how they test for uh, coronavirus, how they test for COVID, <clears throat> where they take the actual uh, swab and have to put it through your nose to the back of your throat. Oh, no. I didn't know about that. Yes. That- 
that that's sounds... how they test for it, dude. That's how they test for it. And it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to be tested. I just, I don't know. I hope that I don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Woo. No. Just be safe. Stay home anyways. Stay home. Stay home. Stay home. Oh man. Yeah. I actually, when I, when I think of AWS, so I don't really think about file storage. I think about computational, um, capabilities. I need yep. X amount of servers to render something. Let's just do it in, in AWS and let it be our server farm. Yeah. You know, something like that. Machine well, learning. It, yeah, dude. I mean, it, it's, it's amazing. It, it, it's, it can be used in so many different ways. Machine learning, let's, let's say like uh, the, the actual data, the uh, metrics of what you're sharing, how you're sharing it, who you're collaborating with, things like that, how much you're using what. I think it's it, being able to connect all of that together is really part of our process. It's what of what we're looking for, right? Love it. Love it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, next up, this is easy. Dropbox. Uh, oh, and Box. I mean, that's another mm-hmm. one. Box, it is. Yeah. Box, Dropbox. I, I don't. I see a lot of companies moving away from Box, uh, especially in our industry, for favoring BIM 360 Docs. Is that a trend you've seen? I've seen that as well. Yes, I've I've started seeing a lot of people, if I'm honest, move away from uh, OneDrive as well, too, um, just because they've had issues with people checking things out. And it actually, let's say somebody's working on something and somebody else actually opens it up and two people are manipulating that document and they're getting rework or somebody saves it accidentally. And I know that's training, but, you know, a lot of people, when you have these big kind of companies, you have a lot of different people that are using this and somebody saves it on their and it, it you know saves it to their local cache or their local computer and nobody else can then access oh, it and they're wondering what's that, going on that defeats our whole single source of truth conversation like <laughs> it does you're why duplicate work it is you you lose so many hours and it's painstaking to yep. find out which version is the most up-to-date oh timmy actually modified a room and um but nobody knows about it because timmy has it saved on his local computer but Timmy. everybody else, damn Timmy, that's exactly what I was Tim, thinking Tim, when Tim I said it. Timmy, uh, <laughs> gosh, just growing up in the age of South Park, man. Oh, uh, yes. But but uh, uh, you know that whole mentality is, is kind of gone if you think about something like BIM 360 design because design actually the collaboration's already built in. There's no check in check out. It's automatically communicating deltas. It's it, everything's happening. Uh, now, if you want to publish so other people can view it, if you're not doing live linking uh, outside of your team, right, you're collaborating with other people, you can just click publish and you have to remember to do that or somebody else mm-hmm. can do that. Your bin manager can go into the, the platform and click publish. Not a big deal. Yep. yep. Or you could schedule weekly publishes. So, again, it takes the human error outside of the out of the equation. Um, as far as bin 360 docs, though, I don't know if that completely removes it because if you, you – It'll automatically overwrite the previous version, but if somebody wants to lock it and edit it, they that person has to physically remember to download it, lock it, um, make the yeah, changes. Yeah, too much. It's it. too yeah. much, man. Let's let's. I tried automate. it in Revit. Yeah, I tried it in Revit, and it just didn't work. Like I had, I had uh, actually I had you check something out, and I tried to open it, and I was able to actually open it and edit it, which it's completely. Well, well, the the difference is you can't permi- synchronize. Well, no. yes. Well, it's permissions. You and I are both account admins. 
Therefore, we can do whatever we want, and we have full access to the thing, right? But yeah. people under us, theoretically, wouldn't be able to do that. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. That's that's it, it was a, it's a permissions thing. That's all that was. Okay. All right. All right. And I I'm think like, it didn't help that, that we were doing the workflow. It. Yeah. And I don't think it helped that we were doing it with the BIM 360 uh, design teams uh, file rather than a project file. We should have been using a, pro a folder and you know projects and all that sort of stuff. But anyways, that's that's training, man. That's stuff that somebody should have taught us. Gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Negative. 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 That's that's our training. Yeah. That's our training. Uh, we don't have all the answers. Just 99% of them. Uh, <laughs> about 80% of them are wrong, but but we've got 99% of them. Uh, sorry. 99 I mean, problems, but the BIM ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> but the bin ain't, hey, oh, I want that on a shirt. I got 99 oh, problems. With Dang it. Stay tuned. That is coming to our website in the form of a trucker hat or a shirt. Oh, I'd love it, man. Hat. Yes. Oh, I'd love that on a, on a trucker hat. Um, <laughs> all right, man. We mentioned this earlier. Uh, Teams. Uh, Teams is another great way to share files. Maybe not necessarily the best way to share the latest up to date, make sure everybody's on the latest mm -hmm. version. But it's still a great way to have kind of a, a FTP side on the cloud, if you will. It is. And it's a good way to, to edit, allow people to edit different documentation, whether it is maybe an Excel spreadsheet, if you want to have people get on, do their daily logs or kind of what have you on Excel or in a PDF and um, PowerPoint, uh, different Microsoft products that does kind of connect those together. Yep. Um, dude, I'd say the last one on there, though, um is of course uh bluebeam right um it, of course because it's the paid version to get projects oh, i'm just kidding yeah huh? yeah i said what do you mean that was under free yeah no you're <laughs> right there's a paid yes that's exactly the it. paid version dude utilizing projects in studio i mean utilizing projects is great because it gives you the capability to host any file type any file size um, I was actually able to get in. I hosted a RVT. I hosted a Revit model in Bluebeam Projects. I checked it out and I opened it in Revit and was able to make my changes and save it and check it back in. And guess what? All of those changes were saved. Anybody else can get in, open, like check it out, say what they want, maybe make um, uh, markups on it, things like that. Um, well, let's say you print you, at that point, I'd print a 3D PDF, right? So they could actually um, yeah. get into the design review process, what have you. Um, but they could also get into Revit itself. Just anybody that needs to navigate that model can get into Revit itself and see the updated model. No, it's not going to work as a central model. But if you need a kind of one in one kind of check in, check out, that workflow works for you. Great. Excel spreadsheets, PowerPoints, CAD drawings, what have you. You can host them there, and then as you need, as we said earlier, uh, send it to sessions for a free kind of session with anybody yeah. that has the free version. I, I am going to beg something of Bluebeam to do, and that is uh, with your studio version. You know how you have this awesome ability to create uh, automation, folder automation, where mm -hmm. you take yeah, a CAD with file Prime. Yeah, yeah, with Prime, exactly it. You can take a CAD file and convert it to a PDF. Mm -hmm. uh, it would be so awesome to have a Revit file uh, whenever you Convert save it. Convert it into a 3D PDF. 3D that would PDF. be cool. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. That might be something I look into this week. Yeah. 
that'd be pretty awesome. And that'd be a great way to always communicate um, changes to non um the non stakeholders. Revenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. non-revenue stakeholders, essentially. And to me, that's the best thing about uh, BIM 360 is I don't have to have uh, Revit or know how to use CAD software to be able to navigate around and see what's changed in a model. Bluebeam has that similar functionality for PDFs, and um, adding that functionality to the Revit side would be pretty cool. Yes, it would. I just took that note down, and I'm like, I'm going to do something cool this week. Who says beer kills brain cells? It makes me smarter. Exactly. I love it. Darwin theory. Darwinism, isn't it? <laughs> uh, da yeah, the Darwin theory. Darwin. Uh, <laughs> it's just killing the off the weaker brain cells. Um, yeah, Norman Cheers. It's killing off the weaker brain cells. I love it, man. Yeah. Oh, man, it's perfect. Uh, which is why I'm so smart, guys. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, more expensive. All right, so these solutions, there are way more, more expensive solutions than these. But I put these in a category kind of on their own. They're very big in our industry, especially so mm -hmm. uh, large uh, engineering uh, firms, multiple offices, multidiscipline. Uh, they're always looking for solutions to cross-collaborate on all the various programs they're in. So whether it's Revit, Civil 3D, CAD, um, you know, the Bentley, MicroStation, wh whatever the, the, the program is, they have to find something that allows all their offices to collaborate. And uh, so, uh, you know, years ago, I got involved with Panzura. Um, That's it, pretty, Panzura. Yeah, pretty hefty price tag in the past, but now they've got this whole cloud replication and it's not about, you know, buying devices for each server at each location. So it's definitely, it's definitely a cost competitive, um, you know, whereas being a hardware site, a hardware um, tool in the past. But what this does, it kind of actually acts like uh, BIM 360 in a way where it's always communicating the deltas. Uh, you used Revit Server in the past, right? Yes. Yep. All right. So Revit Server, you would have, um, uh, you set up your Revit Server, and at each site, you would have an accelerator. Um, so for multiple offices, they kind of have a similar setup with their hardware, which they'd have this hardware, which would essentially be their accelerators. They would all communicate back and forth, and it would, they'd, they'd replicate in the cloud. Well, now we don't necessarily have to have the hardware at each site. We can just do the cloud replication. It's um, it's awesome. It's you know again very cost uh, affordable, um, and it is a great tool for multiple offices to collaborate. Uh, the next one is something I'm not as familiar with, but it kind of falls well, in line with that. Before I, I do that, if though, I can, yeah, you were on the Panzer yeah. webinar this week, right? Yeah. So I was on the Panzer webinar, and I got to take a look at their website and kind of look into what they do, what they offer. And one of the biggest things I saw. Um, well, kind of sticking out with, with different people that I've worked with is the actual military grade security. So there's no if, ands, buts about it. Just the fact that their server can hold these models, this information, and know that no other source can get into it, right? Connecting everybody together and knowing no one can get into it and, and mess with it. I mean, that's really what everybody's dream is. But it's also in the sense of being fast. It's gotta be fast. And I have not really seen anything else that can move big files faster than Panzura. Yeah, it's it's a great solution. It's, um, uh, you know, again, I put this in the more expensive option because it's not a uh, just buy it for one, one user or two users. It's a company-wide expenditure or office-wide mm -hmm. expenditure rather. Um, and, and, you know, it, it 
takes uh, some effort to set up. But that said, it is an amazing tool. Being on, you know, I've been on this for six years now, back when it was uh, all about the hardware, and we were setting up Revit uh, accelerators on the actual Panzerver ser uh, servers themselves. And it was it was making our, you know, between our two offices, uh, we had, you know, quite the bandwidth issue, but it just made it tremendously fast. Like, it was so great. The uh, Everything was, um, you know, lightning fast. Like you were saying, I make a change and it's, you know, because it's only communicating to deltas, it was instantaneously mm -hmm. updating the other side. It, it was great. I loved it. Well, um, and the fact that it gives you those dashboards that really connect all your data, analyze and monitor mm -hmm. all of your different data, I, I think that's something that BIM 360 is also doing. Yeah. Um, but it, it connects all of that data together. Well, it's awesome. Yeah. And, and uh, so BIM 360 is an AWS tool. The thing I really, that really stood out to me about um, uh, uh, Panzura was it's kind of cloud agnostic. It's, it's any cloud yep. essentially. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, it is. And as, I know that's going to be a big issue, especially when you look at what uh, Microsoft's doing later this year with Azure. I've uh, been following a lot of the tech talks on it, a lot of cool stuff. But, um, you know, there's, there's some cool stuff that's happening. Um, kind of makes me a little more curious about Azure these days rather than AWS. Maybe it's because I moved out of the Northwest. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I moved out of the Northwest and all of a sudden Amazon to me is like, eh, whatever. It's old news. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, Amazon. Don't see me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I still want to see your domes. I still want to <laughs> see your domes. Uh, I love it, man. We've got a lot of great customers that do a lot of work with Amazon. We've done a lot of work with Amazon I, I, uh, um, in our profession. We have. Uh, love them. They do great stuff. I'm, I'm a fan, you know, uh, but I just wish that they would buy some of the buildings by me that they put out of business. That's all. That's my only, you know, that's my only uh, pain sticking point, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> so, You're such a hippie. <sighs> Damn. Hey, man, nobody likes empty buildings. Come on now. Nobody uh, does like empty buildings. You're right. No, it's just weird. You're completely just, right. Uh, especially when you live in a very affluent area. And you see a Toys R Us store still empty. It's mm. like, well, what could that store be? It's crazy. Yep. Make yep. Sense, guys. Um, all right. Next up is something I don't have a lot of familiarity with outside of uh, working on integrations and, uh, you know, uh, talking to with a lot of customers that have it. I myself have never used it, but uh, Ignite. Um, I can't speak to the pros and cons, but I do know it's a Panzera type application. Uh, it does the replication at the desktop as well as the server, uh, mm -hmm. something to that effect. That's all I know. Uh, but again, it falls in line with Panzer, so I figured it was worth bringing up. Yeah, I agree. And they do have a lot of integrations, Smartsheet, Salesforce, G Suite, Office, DocuSign, Procore, Autodesk. So they got, I mean, they do work with um, quite a few different people. Um, and, and really, that's what you're kind of looking for, right, is, is connecting that information, connecting that data. So, so once you're connected, though, once you have those tools in place, you've kind of figured out how your office is going to work. How do you guys keep sane? Like, what's the team morale? You know, how do you how do you boost uh, kind of that workplace culture and environment? You know, the cool water cooler talk, all that stuff, and keep that culture online. Mm -hmm. Dude, one of the best things I've seen, and you were a part of one last week. Um, one of our coworkers, one of our managers that held a, uh, a, a remote happy hour. And I think it was awesome. It was a great morale booster to kind of see everybody 
Like we had a visual conference, a video conference where you could see everybody and you're drinking wine or drinking beer, um, drinking kombucha, you know, kombucha for some oh, of our other Jake. co-workers. Oh, Jake, gosh. That Jake guy, State Farm and his khakis. <laughs> he probably and was wearing khakis. He probably was wearing khakis. He was that guy. But, uh, you know, other than Jake, you know, everybody else was drinking uh, you know, some, some extra dirty martinis and things like that. And it just, it gives you a chance to see what everybody's been working on, see um, how their week's been, how they're doing and, and just loosen up a little bit. Right. And, and, and bond with your coworkers, use this as a team building exercise. Um, it, it allows you to open up and say, man, you've been having issues with that. I, I actually went through that last week and I'm, I've actually been working on this. Can, do you want to work together? You want to collaborate a little bit? And it gives us a little better direction, right? A little, little guidance. And I think it connects your team together. It really cool. does. And it allows you to drink without having to drive. Boom, right? Everybody's at home already, right? I mean, nobody's right? in the office. I mean, you don't need a DD. An excuse to drink. That's, that's, that's A1. Yes, sir. All right. So, uh, what's 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 helping you keep team morale in kind of these remote conditions? Um. So, I mean, a few things. Dank memes, obviously, right? Uh, oh yes. And gifts. Oh man, there's there. They the gifts are really a gift. I love them. They're they've made <laughs> they've made my my week. Uh, it's great. Uh, conference call bingo. This is another one of mine. That I really love. Uh, say mine. It was actually shared to me by a colleague who got it from the internet. Uh, I've been on a lot of conference calls, a lot of, uh, you know, calling into places and chatting with people. And I always hear, you know, the dog barking in the background or they mute themselves and you ask them a question and repeat themselves and they're not answering. And then all of a sudden they chime in and say, oh, I'm sorry, I was on mute. Uh, like that's the free space. Like there's so many, you know, dishes in the background, kids screaming. Like there's so many great things. I love it, man. I love it. I love it. That is awesome. Yes. You know, I was thinking I got to integrate some of that this week. Um, I'm going to have to figure out who I'm going to conference call and uh, think we'll go ahead and, you know, take some of that. But uh, yeah, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to integrate that quite a bit. Now, I was thinking, um, you know, another thing we should talk about is kind of what keeps you motivated at work. Um, What what kind of keeps you going? And I know for me, it's really, I don't want to say difficult, but it is kind of difficult for me to concentrate on, on one thing for so long, right? You're sitting there for seven, eight hours a day, maybe nine, 10 hours a day. Um, and you need a little break in between. For me, I found, you know, stepping outside when the weather's nice, going for a nice walk, um, doing like a little yoga break. Uh, to kind of stretch things out, stand up, walk around the room. I got a dude, I got an elliptical right here in my room. And uh, in, in my room, I say this, uh, <laughs> my room is like a little living room in my basement where I got a little office set up, but I got an elliptical set up in here and I can kind of, uh, you know, work through that a little bit and get my uh, quotation mark steps in get my steps in for the day on my, on my elliptical when it's raining outside. Um, Are you guys but, you taking know, walks as a family when it's not raining? Yes, actually, I'm trying to get the, the dogs out, my kids out as much as I can. Um, 
I found out my my oldest daughter Ivory, she likes to uh, run with Diego. Diego, he's a uh, he's part, which we've kind of talked about this. He's my bigger dog. He he likes to run. He does and he pulls, and it's kind of hard for us to to walk him sometimes because he pulls so much. But he likes to run. So Ivory has been kind of out running around the block a couple of times with him. And I'm like, awesome. Let that dude run with you. Just go ahead. So that's been that's been great. There you go, man. A little guard dog walking the walking the daughter, man. Love it. Yeah. I want to get yeah. like a bull mastiff and let my daughter walk around like something, something <laughs> like nobody's going to approach, man. Um, I was just I was telling Adrian about that the other day. I was like, man, I, I'd really you know what? I want to get bull mastiff, St. Bernard, King Corso, like Great Dane. Let's mix them all together and make just one <laughs> huge freaking dog. Go. Burmese mountain dog, Great Pyrenees and see what comes Poop. out. Poops bigger than your kid, man. Love it. Um, we've been kind of, you know, to take our mind off of, uh, work and, you know, get motivated and and all that sort of stuff. We've been kind of doing these, um, well, actually we started the yoga session today. Um, you throw YouTube up on the Roku and, uh, look for, you know, there's a million, uh, uh, yoga things. And my daughter's seven. She's, uh, into yoga and dance and all that stuff. So my home office is my basement as well. Um, I got a little, you know, Roman chair dip, you know, pull up chin up machine there. Um, but I've got a TV down here. So we'll, uh, you know, I'll take 10 minutes. We'll do, uh, you know, 10 minute yoga with Adrian on YouTube or whatever. We'll throw down some mats and, uh, get at it. And it's a good thing. Um, so I'll do that usually just before lunch. Uh, and then after lunch, my son before his nap, I'll get him all riled up, let him expel, expend some energy. So uh, I told you this uh, before. I'm a, you know, just got into jujitsu. I'm, I'm absolutely in love with it. It is so freaking amazing. The community is great. I love everything about Brazilian jujitsu, um, except for people need to wash their geese more. Just saying. Uh, but uh, um, you know, the you know my my three year old loves to wrestle, loves to um, pretend fight, if you will, uh, which is just him running up and grabbing on my leg and uh, trying to bring me down or uh, acting like he's a monster or something like that. So uh, I'll, uh, you know, get him in like a, uh, an arm bar or something or Kimura or just something fun, like just not no pressure at all, but roll around with him a little bit and uh, get him going and riled up. Uh, and then I'll give him to his oh, yeah. mom and Dude. say, uh, you should take a nap. <laughs> so, but, oh, uh, yes. Yeah. My kids are all a... over me. They're, it's oh, kind of crazy. I've, I've had a little bit of, you know, different combatives training through the army and things like that, wrestling and stuff. And get, it, it's insane. Like my kids, as soon as I go upstairs, it'll be just for like a 10 minute break. I'm like, hey, guys, how's it going? And as soon as I'm up there, Gabe is like, hey, dad. And he's on my back. And Michael's on my leg. <laughs> Well, that's your fault, man. Leg. Never give him your back, man. That's the number one rule. Don't <laughs> that is the back. number one rule. Don't give Gosh. him your back. Then he's got me ah. trying to choke me out and stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute, dude. Wait a minute. Ah, crap. <laughs> uh, I, I, so I, I got on Facebook. You know this. But I got on Facebook for like the first time in like two years. I created a new account because I deleted the old one. Um, and I had a bunch of you know friends because I, I obviously friend of my wife. She's my wife. Got to let her know I'm back on social media. Um, so, and yeah, then everybody on social media, yeah, yeah. And then everybody starts seeing you're on and all of your contacts that, you know, might know you pop up and, 
anyways, everybody started fronting me and I got, you know, I'm watching the threads and I'm like, oh my God, I don't care about any of what your daily lives are. I love you guys to death, but whatever this pretend shit you're throwing on social media is, I don't care. So I just went through and unfollowed everybody except for the Brazilian jiu-jitsu communities that the different groups I'm part of because they have the best means out of anybody else. Their means, which I've been sharing with you, are hilarious. They are, you know, top 10, you know, greatest things. And the community is great because uh, while we're all trapped at home, nobody's interacting with each other. There's a whole bunch of free videos that everybody's just flooding on how to do this, how to get out of this, how to do – and it's it's truly remarkable. Um, uh, so So – with what keeps me motivated, though, part of it is staying off of Facebook or staying off of social media as it pertains to the lives of others, not necessarily like stuff I'm interested in, like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but just trying to stay out of the negativity, the like, you know, it's so easy because we're glued to our computers. So there's an a- instant access yeah. news and that's easy to get depressed mm-hmm. about. It's also get easy to get depressed about because your friends are sharing stuff about either Either they're overhyping COVID-19 and talking about how it's the end of the world and we should, you know, be drinking our own urine and living in a basement somewhere or fallout shelter, or they're talking about the other <laughs> But it's it, sterile which, and I like the taste. <laughs> it's sterile and I like the taste. If you can dodge a wrench, <laughs> you can dodge a ball. You dodge uh, a ball. <laughs> good reference. This is why you and I are best friends, man. I love it. Um, the other side of it is, you know, either they're, they're, they're not taking it serious at all. It's like, oh, what are you talking about? I'm, I'll be fine. There, this is just the media. This is just, you know, fake news, you know, uh, Democrats, Republicans, you know, media, you name it, whoever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Somebody's in on some social conspiracy to take your money or I don't know what it is, but you know, somebody's always, you know, picking one side of the stream or the other. And I'm just like, I, I don't want any of that. Just show me a new arm bar move. That's it. That's all I want. <laughs> sure. I'm just trying to stay in the middle. I'm like, I don't really want to get sick. I don't want anybody else to get sick. I don't want to get sick. I'm not sure what this is. Like, yeah, I don't I, know, man. I gauge this two ways. Uh, I We stay in our house and keep, you know, six feet away from uh, anybody when we're out walking in our neighborhood at a minimum six feet. Like, we just don't want to interact with anybody. But on the other side of this, side of this, if, if I'm out of baby wipes or um, – beer i'm probably gonna bum rush you in the store to get that pack so we're gonna be touching off a lot just saying move out of my way <laughs> yeah well i'm I'm like if i'm going through fred meyer man and and it really kind of sucks because you know fred meyer is one of those common places that you want to try to avoid it's a grocery store here but i'm like i'm going in, if i'm low on groceries which i've stocked up a little bit but the dailies right uh, not the dailies but the kind of weekly things um I, I want to say eggs. We're trying something new with eggs. We've scrambled them, put them in muffin containers, like the muffin oh, pans. Cool. And yeah, yeah, you get the little mini muffin tins. You fill them with eggs. You make little mini <laughs> Yep. We love that, man. Yeah. Yep. We, we've been trying that lately. We took like five dozen last week as we're kind of hearing about all this stuff going on. We took like five dozen, started scrambling them and, and froze them. So That's we're going to try cool. to see. Yeah, dude. So we're going to try to see kind of what's up with that. But, you know, here and there, you have to go to the grocery store. We're trying not to. Um, I'm trying really not to, cause I went and bought three bags of charcoal and I bought all my alcohol. So I feel like I should be able to stay home, but, uh, you know, it's just one of those places where you're like, ah, I don't want to go. Cause there's so many people there. Yeah. Well, I try to avoid the grocery stores because of people anyways. Like, oh, I don't like people anyways. I'm just saying, let me stay. <laughs> just kidding. I love people just fine. But, 
Um, yeah, I feel you, man. We, um, uh, I mean, not that we're, we're hoarding toilet paper or anything. I, I promise you people out there of the, 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 uh, internet, I only have one pack of toilet paper. Do not blast me on social media. Don't, yeah, I don't have 18,000 packs, worth. <laughs> but I do have a separate pantry for, you know, a secondary pantry of got of, of dry goods, stuff that we, you know, we have one pantry we fill. That's our normal pantry. That's and then after, when that's you know nearly depleted after a week, we usually go out and buy another round of groceries. You know, it's whole family, right? We're average American household. We don't, you know, it's not just me. Um, but with that in mind, what we've been doing is we've got a, a secondary closet that's usually just been random storage, nothing of particular, and we've just been buying groceries for an extra week, right? So yep. at a minimum, we have two weeks of groceries um at all times that's what we have right now yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a hoarding mentality but it's like uh if we're doing social distancing and we're doing it right i theoretically should only have to go to the grocery store once every two weeks you know that's yep that's the way i'm looking at it so i don't know dude for me it's more like i know that i have food in my freezer and kind of food in my fridge to to keep things going no matter what happens whether i lose my job or you know, it doesn't it doesn't even have to have to be a pandemic like we're in the situation that we're in right now, but yeah. we're in it. So, you know, it is what it is. Let's let's Relative, keep going yeah. with it, you Relative. know, but I, I think that uh, it for me, it's always been that kind of mentality where it's like, man, I, I got to make sure I have a week or two in the freezer. You know, I got some trout in there. I got salmon. I got chicken. I got ribs. You know, you got different kinds of pork. You got different beef. And it's like, all right, cool. And then I got cans of black beans, kind of your perishables, non-perishables, what have you, kind of spread out. And you're like, all right. I think that's I, the I'm, military I'm in you there, man. Or maybe it's the Indiana boy storing goods for the winter. I I, I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I'm not sure, but it's cool in this situation. I'm I'm pretty happy. Oh, with yeah, bro. Life. Bro, you're right. like, bring on the end of the world, man. I got this <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, I just ordered a, uh, we kind of, you know, went on like a little, I'm bored, let's buy shit spending spree, obviously from, you know, online and stuff. Cause we're not going to the yeah. grocery store for this stuff, but, um, we bought, uh, I just bought a new basketball hoop, uh, which depending on when Amazon gets around to delivering, it could be two weeks, could be two months. I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, bought, bought, bought that. And I bought a new, uh, uh, gas grill. Cause when we left Oregon, I gave mine away for free, but, um, uh, I got a smoker, oh, so smoking some meat, you know. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I will say this little apocalypse, um, apocalyptic-ish situation that we got going on, is bringing out the cook in me. I used to, uh, I used to be a chef at a, uh, you know, catering company. We cooked for George W. Bush, Rick Perry, um, Melissa mm-hmm. Milano, you name it. We've cooked for it. Um, but it's bringing that bat out of me. Like I've forgotten how to cook, how to make stuff, but now I'm like. Hey, let's make our own pasta from scratch. Hey, let's, you know, let's, uh, yeah, dude. A, a, a legit, uh, beef bourguignon or something, or, you know, like let's make something really cool that we normally wouldn't make. And, uh, um, you don't have the time to make it, but now you do. You're shit, here. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, honestly, I had the time to make it before too. I was just too damn lazy. But now it's like, you, you know, when somebody tells you you can't do something, like, um, you have to stay home, all of a sudden, like, fear and panic sets in. I didn't go out to begin with a lot anyways. You know, we'd go out, we'd eat at restaurants, we'd go grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. We didn't do a lot of stuff. My kid went to dance, you know, nothing major. Uh, we weren't, you know, we're not big socialites. We didn't go interact with a lot of people. We're new to the neighborhood anyway, so we didn't really interact. Uh, 
But when somebody says, hey, you have to stay home, it's like, oh, I've got cabin fever. Now I've got to stay home. You're telling me. (laughs) Oh, what have I got to do? What I got to do? And then it's like, well, I have all of a sudden I find all this extra energy that maybe I didn't have before, even though it's literally the same exact circumstances for in in my case, because I work from home. Yeah. Did all this stuff anyways, but that's funny for me. It's travel time, dude. I mean, if I'm traveling there, I'm traveling back home. You have like you an know. hour away, right? Dude, I have I have like 35. I have about 35 to an hour. Yeah, depending on traffic. Um, in Portland, anybody knows that traffic can get stupid in a, in an <sighs> instant. Yeah, at least but, you were on the <clears throat> side. Well, I guess that's yes. the same situation then, because I, you know, while I didn't travel for to an office per se. Um, I did travel a lot throughout the region. In fact, I was on the road every week. I didn't, I didn't think about that. Honestly, I did actually, you're, you're right. I do have a lot more time and energy. All that time, dude. Yeah. I mean, honestly, driving back home, I, you know, we have four kids. So Adrian, a lot of times was cooking dinner or would start cooking dinner as soon as I got home. And I'm, I'm in there trying to help cook or help kind of get the kids kind of settled or do homework or whatever I can do to help as soon as I get home. But right now I'm already here. And I can start like I can I can meal plan before a little bit, but right now I can meal plan to what I want to do. Adrian got me yep. this side box for my grill, dude. The other day we just had these pork tenderloins. I told you I smoked some pork yeah, tenderloins oh my gosh, for the man. first Apple time. Apple and pork, buddy. That's the way to yes. go, man. Oh, dude, I'm gonna be smoking so much more when the weather's nice. If if we are at home like this for the next few weeks, cool. We got some ribs in there. I got some tenderloins in there. I got some salmon in there. We are gonna go to town with smoking. David's going right. to have a great time. You hear that, guys? David's smoking, man. It's bad for your health. <laughs> no, no, I, I feel you. And actually, I feel like there's a little bit more time, too. Like, So when I take these little, you know, every two hours, I try to take a 10-minute break away from the computer. Mm-hmm. Just give my eyes something else to focus on. So, um, uh, you know, thinking about what keeps me motivated, uh, having a set schedule. This sounds weird, but working from home. And having a set schedule to say, okay, every two hours I take a step away from the computer or maybe at lunchtime uh, before, you know, pre-corona, I would go to the gym um, or I would go roll at the local uh, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu place. Um, Like I'd have a set schedule. So like even in the, you know, these corona times, uh, it's actually really important for all of us to kind of keep some semblance of a schedule. Try not to be too lax. And here's a few tips that I, I think are really beneficial um, one, um, you know, outside of having a schedule, you have to dress up. It sounds stupid. Hear me out. Um, put on some slacks, put on something that you wouldn't normally fall asleep or laze around the house in. Uh, and the reason is, yes, it's, you know, you don't have to get dolled up. Uh, no, you don't have to get all up. And yes, it's, it's easy just to, you know, um, throw on some gym shorts and a t-shirt and go and sit in front of your computer, but it just adds something to your mentality. And I promise you just over the, you know, the, the time that I've been working from home, uh, pre-corona, like this is a, a really true aspect. Get dressed for the day. It really makes, makes, uh, makes the day, um, uh, making that schedule, like I was saying. so every two hours I plan a break away from my computer. I try not to plan back to back calls if I can help it. Mm-hmm. Uh, planning those times with my kids to roll around and, and have some fun. But if I, you know, getting back to your point, if I want to make something really cool for dinner, um, I know I've got to defrost the pork by this time. I know I've got to make a marinade or get it in a marinade or whatever like that. Plan that into your day. You know, I'm going to take a, uh, a 10 minute break at 10 a.m., um, you know, 8 to 10. 10 a.m. would be a reasonable time to take a break. Um, 
you know, that's when I'm going to pull out my pork or maybe that's when I'm going to put my pork in its marinade or maybe I put it in the marinade uh, last night. Maybe this is the time I'm going to bring it out to set it to room temperature before I throw it in a crock pot or something like that. Like just kind of work something into your day, whether it's cooking, whether it's, uh, um, you know, physical fitness, whatever it is, just try to take, you know, uh, um, time to plan your day out and kind of figure out how you're going to incorporate these things into your day because otherwise you'll be derailed and, and trust me, as somebody who's been derailed and easily uh, I've got a little bit of ADD going on where I'll see something and I'll chase that shiny object. And I know you know what I'm talking about, David. Uh, <laughs> like, but I really want to dive down this rabbit hole and know about this. But but at the same time, it's like, OK, well, if I budget my time for this, then I know that I can move on to this next thing pretty easily. And I or I could get back into the swing of what I was doing before pretty easily. Yep. Yep. Um, so for me. The best thing about keeping me – so the biggest thing to keep me motivated, the thing that's been boosting my morale more than anything is the creative aspect of staying home. What is something that you've like thought about while you were at home? I was like, damn, I really want to focus more time on this now. Like I know I want to dive into this. And I know you mentioned BIM 360 and a bunch of other stuff. But, oh, you know, if dude, you had I actually a, took down a list uh, today. Okay. I started right, well, going through – I started going through like strengths and weaknesses and then kind of – like, man, where do I see yourself? <laughs> I love it, dude. Man. I did. I'm like, where can I improve? What can I do? I'm like, man, I think family creation. I think diving into some of these families and kind okay, of getting okay. Revit family. I was like, David, you've got a pretty big family. You don't need to create anymore. Buddy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want that. I don't want that. No. <laughs> <laughs> But no, you know, I, I thought about, you know, it'd be a good time to try and get into like a programming class to try and get my foothold better into Dynamo, um, get my electrical certification for Revit, right? And and maybe dive deeper into making some Verity content, make make some edgewise content, who knows, you know, and, and, and kind of figure out how I can better myself through the time that I have available, whether it's studying ISO standards or you know, whatever it is. Yes. ISO standards. Uh, I've been meaning to uh, sit for the, well, there's two exams I've been meaning to sit for that. I just, you know, I'll, I'll study in increments, but I never really feel like I'm, you know, like I'm cramming for an exam type thing. Uh, and that's one is the drone and one is the ISO standards for BIM. Um, mm -hmm. But those are two exams that I really want to take. I just, you're, you're, those are, damn it. I'm going to use this time. That's, that's brilliant, man. That's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> You know, we can try, right? We can say it. Um, well, we can say it. But if you say it out loud. Yeah, what is it? Uh, um, uh, so you have to make a goal and then you put a time to that goal and then it becomes a plan or something like that. Yeah, yep. I don't know. Yep, 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 yep. Bunch of stuff like that. Um, so so for me, it's creating content, number one. Like, I, I'm a, I, I think there isn't enough content for our industry. Yes, there's some great content out there. There's a lot of great paid content out there. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I just don't think that there is enough free content. There's not enough social sharing. There's not enough um, LinkedIn you know, specific content around BIM. Um, so my whole thing is, you know, let's take, let me take 45 minutes out of my day, come up with something and, you know, throw some content together and throw it up on LinkedIn, share it with my colleagues, share it with my, my coworkers and friends and, you know, Hey, maybe it's interesting. Maybe it's not, but, 
Um, it, you know, it's been an idea that's been lingering. I've got a list of those, but ideas that have been lingering that I just need to create something. Like today, I created. You saw, I created the uh, uh, some Pat oh, Mac basic BIM stuff. Yeah, Pat McNamara's got his basic dude stuff, and I don't know if you followed Pat McNamara, but he is great. His basic, I watched it today. Oh, oh my god! His basic dude stuff is great. His great third pitch with an extra <laughs> turn. With an extra turn, I love it, man. <laughs> uh, but so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do a basic BIM stuff, BIM stuff, and I'm gonna do it in the style of Pat McNamara. So it's like, you know, his stuff is like. Uh, I saw you at. Salt, pepper, salt, pepper, <laughs> meat, basic dude stuff. I was like adding fabrication parts, hangers, Autodesk point layout, basic BIM stuff. Like that was my, <laughs> my best interpretation. I saw it. Yeah. Um, it hopefully people got the joke. It's got quite a few views out there. So I, I don't know. I thought it was funny, but uh, we'll see what happens with it. I, I thought about I thought about replying back today and I was like, all right, am I gonna do this? Am I gonna oh, do you're this? gonna do right. it, man. You are gonna. I challenged you. <laughs> I saw you it. I, I said, saw. Campbell, you must create content. I need a basic uh, BIM stuff from the man himself. Let's do some verification workflows. Yours could be all point clouds. I don't care. Just create like three or four quick, you know, basic BIM stuff videos. Keep it under three minutes all or right. something. Minutes. All right, all right. I'll get on that tomorrow then. I'm going to be like extracting yeah. columns from point clouds. Basic big, big BIM stuff. Love it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's, let's keep it going, brother. Uh, so creating content has been like the thing that's kept me motivated because as you said earlier in this podcast, like, okay, we have all this time. What are we going to do with it? And it's not that we have all this time. It's just that things are a little bit slower, right? You know, I'll yep, say yep, yep. a little bit off pace than they normally are. Let's maximize this time to do things and take chances and risks that we probably wouldn't have, or maybe learn things that we, you know, wouldn't normally ha- wouldn't have learned. But I think that's a great yep. thing. Um, another one for me is checking in on clients, um, clients, friends. You know, uh, fortunately in our industry, when you work with somebody for a while or you get to know somebody, it, your your attitudes just click in a certain way. Um, that, uh, you know, yeah, they're clients, but they're, they are your friends. So checking in with them, figuring out, you know, no sales pitch, no nothing. Just look, bro. I know you're working from home, man. I know your whole company's working from home. How are things going for you, man? Are you doing all right? You're saying, you know, uh, checking in as a friend, figuring out what they need. Maybe there's something you can help with. Maybe there's not, but at the same time, just, you know, hearing them out. Uh, all of us have the same problem right now. We're working from home. Our spouse is working from home at the same time. Um, you're, my wife and I are scheduling conference calls around each other. Oh, I need you to watch the kids at 10 o'clock tomorrow so that I can have a conference <laughs> call with the superintendent. Like, okay, okay. Yep, uh, yep. My, my wife is, uh, she works for a local school district out here. And um, uh, our school district that my kids are in are completely 100% up with, uh, set up with, uh, distance learning so as soon as this kicked in they were like all right your kid already has a computer we'll just you know have him log in from stuff at home and they'll teach them remotely it's like okay no problem but all of the other school districts surrounding school districts are not so my wife is actually um partnered with all of those other school districts as part of her school district to help get them all set up on on distance learning especially as we've got another two weeks of uh school shut down here so uh bringing our total to a month um, so very important stuff. It's pretty cool. She's having a lot of great conversations with 
lot of people that, you know, she has to have to make sure that people are learning and it's very beneficial to the, you know, uh, benefit of our, our school kids and society and all that stuff. But, um, trying to schedule her, her conference calls while I'm scheduling mine. It's like, uh, Hey, um, are you free at 11 to watch the kids tomorrow? Uh, yeah. minute call with it. Well, we have to figure out some stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Or, or I'm like, Hey, I've got to help somebody, you know, walk them through setting up their BIM 360 design site, or, um, they're trying to, you know, access licenses off offsite or something like that. I'm working with their it, trying to get them set up like, you know, important conversations that are going on, but, we're, I guess what I'm trying to say is we're <laughs> stuff we would do at our office and not have to worry about kids. We both now have to worry about our kids. We, we have, you know, three big issues now is one, we're scheduling around each other Two, at mm-hmm. the same time we're scheduling around each other. We're trying to make sure our kids uh, are set up with laptops and uh, are learning remotely. At least my daughter is. And third of all is my little chaotic three-year-old who who cannot be left alone because no matter what he wants interaction, he wants somebody to be talking to him, touching him, playing with him at any given time. Yes. Have oh yeah. Attention. Yeah. Yeah. So well, somebody... just the other day, dude, I was telling you, I put it on LinkedIn. My coworkers were fishing in my fishing tank. Well, my, uh, my three-year-old had his arm and he was grabbing one of my fish. And I was like, oh, no, dude, no. Uh, <laughs> shout out to David Corticus for a brilliant post. His post was, um, say something that your, your, your kids are doing, but say it as your coworkers. So what is something mm-hmm. that your, your kids, if they were your coworkers, are doing? Uh, and yours was, yours was brilliant, man. I love it. Oh, man. My kids are – they're amazing. They keep, uh, they keep me on my toes. And now that I'm here, you know, I'm like, you, you try to do that whole separation thing, right? Where you're like, no, I got to work. But as soon as you hear some screaming or something like that going on, you're like, wait, wait what, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> nope, somebody's got fish. Oh, they've got my fish. <laughs> where, did you, where did you go fishing at? Where did you catch that at? Oh, I'm missing a fish. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not, not SpongeBob. Oh, SpongeBob, damn you. Yeah, uh, you know, it's funny, though. As soon as I brought these fish home, uh, they're going to get fat now. I can tell you what. My kids <laughs> love feeding them. And I'm trying to tell them. Like, crackers? Because that'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that'd be amazing. But, no, I have some little flakes. I have some little brine shrimp and little uh, baby shrimp-like treats for them. And uh, I got two glowfish and a pleco, and they've been pretty happy with them. It's SpongeBob, Patrick, and Squidward. I love it, man. I love it. Oh, man. Uh, hanging out with the kids, is, it's great. It, you know, it uh, is. we've got these notes, guys. You know, we're trying to figure out how to uh, keep a flow of our podcast. And then it's like, what keeps you motivated? Uh, and, and what you're, you're hitting the nail on the head, man. Keep keeping up with those kiddos. Uh, it's a big part of it, man. We we love what we do, but at the end of the day, I mean, we are trying to pay bills and ultimately figure out how to spend more time with our families. And it's uh, um, definitely true, man. Spending time with the kids as you can, learning them, yeah, them learning more about you, and just keeping up with things. Well, working from home uh, definitely, you know, has its benefits in that regard, especially if everybody's home. You can take those 10-minute breaks and figure out what the kids are doing and or, or you know maybe your wife's got a conference call and you're uh spending a little bit more time with the kids and man you know around. what's crazy 
you know what's crazy is uh, when Adrian went back to Indiana, you know, for that week. Oh, like, you were man, a single dad, and that was crazy. I was. I was like, I could, I could do this. You know, I could do this whole stay-at-home dad thing. I could, I could do this work-from-home thing. Next thing you know, coronavirus hits. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're all secretly taking bets. Like David's gonna be completely bald in three days. I guarantee it. <laughs> Hey, my 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 spot in the in the center of my head has probably oh. gotten bigger, but I'm still here. I am still here. <laughs> it looked like that middle school science teacher with the bald spot, but uh, <laughs> you know, I'm still here. And you know, it's funny. I was like, I'm gonna do this. I can do this whole dad thing. I can do this whole stay at home dad. I love it. And here comes the coronavirus and everybody is locked in their house. And I'm like, it is really kind of hard to work. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're going to be around each other 24-7? Oh. You were, so the, the crazy thing is you took off last week and you didn't really take off because I used yeah. you for demos. We had calls. Like we did, yep. you yep. and I talk every day anyway, several times a day. Like you were always doing work, even though you were scheduled off and had your kids. And then I commend you for that. Um, but now like your wife, if she wasn't home all week and you were home physically working all week, I think, I think, Oh dude, I, I, I couldn't do it. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd be bald. Oh, for sure. I'd be looking like Mr. Clean, yeah. except not as swole. I'd be like the fat version of Mr. <laughs> Clean. Oh, clean. come on <laughs> You beat me in a push-up competition. That's all that matters. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so um, hardest part about for me about uh, you know, what's your hardest part? My hardest part is uh, for me is just being so close to my computer. And I said this earlier. I have this 24-hour feedback cycle on on internet, social media, all that stuff. Is that the biggest problem for you, or what's been the biggest thing for you? Biggest challenge for you? Uh, trying to overcome this. Is it having your kids at home, always interrupting you or is is that it? I'd say, I'd say keeping disconnected, right. From what's going on, you know, letting things kind of go on as I I have a bi-level house. So, you know, I'm downstairs and uh, everybody else is upstairs. I hear them kind of stomping around playing dinosaurs or whatever they're doing, you know, and, and the hard part is for me being disconnected saying, no, I can't go up there stay out of the refrigerator. You're not hungry. You're bored. Right? You're not hungry. You're bored. Drink some water. Go outside, kid. <laughs> Drink some water. Right? And I'm like, wow. okay, let's go on a walk. And then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. How, when was the last time I went on a walk? Is it time for a walk? Yeah. <laughs> I hear I, it, man. I, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, I think all of us are feeling that same pain right now. Well, yeah. hey, man, we're, we're an hour and a half in, brother. I just, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up, man. And, uh, uh, give this out to our listeners. I know we're kind of a day late, uh, buck short, uh, on getting this posted. So, um, uh, you know, for all of you guys out there that are dealing with working from home, you know, you guys were all in the same boat. It's tough. It's kind of a pain in the butt. At the same time, let's look at the benefits. Let's figure out how we can use this time. There's a number of free solutions, if not free, cheap solutions. Um, yep. And, you know, if us- you guys are ever – if you guys are ever looking for, hey, you know, we're, we're looking to get more into AR, VR. What can you guys recommend? Hey, we're looking to get deeper into this program or that program. Um, hey, we're doing this and we want to get more into BIM. 
you guys have any questions like that, please do not hesitate to reach out. Again, you can reach out and find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, brewingwithbim.com. Um, we're going to try to start pushing more content onto our website and into social media in terms of like forums and, and links and things like that. But, uh, again, anything that you guys are kind of questioning, anything you need, let us know, reach out. And Hey, we don't have travel time this, you know, for now. So we, we have yep. a, a few more hours in the day, so we'll make this happen guys. Um, with that guys, <laughs> let us know some beer we should be drinking. Uh, let us know some topics we should be talking about. Thank you so much. And uh, thanks for tuning in to Bring with Ben.